I want to start Ooh. out by saying hello and welcome to the Until Next Time podcast. There we the go. We got our title. Until Next Time podcast. The experience. The Until Next Time experience with yes. William Fisher and Bailey Lee. This is our movie podcast uh, uh, for movie fanatics, and we're movie fanatics as well. From yes. two from two very polar ends, I, I feel like I need to give us an introduction. We have Bailey here, who is a <laughs> lore expert, and he's seen so many movies um, that I have never seen, and I see, you know, on Instagram and, you know, yeah. your various uh, shenanigans with all of your posts and all of your uh, commentaries, <laughs> and you have plenty to say, and so mm -hmm. I feel like you're very... Um, you're very relevant uh, to the, at least in my perspective, to the whole, uh, the whole uh, makeup, the composition of uh, the yeah, all yeah. movies that have ever been made. You know, you know a great deal. And me myself, I like to, I'm self-proclaimed filmmaker, and there I've been go. working at it a long time, and I'm still studying, and I'm hopefully going to go to film school very soon. Um, so You'll that that's You'll our brief it. introduction. And now we're going to we're going to hop back into our normal structure, except this time um, we're going to switch up our third act. Uh, we much like a movie, we have a three act structure. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. So we're going to be switching up our third act. But let's start. Let's start with movies that are in theater. So let me just pull up our movie roster. And our our first segment, of course, is the movie roster. So let's let's start. So <laughs> right at the top Ooh. we have uh, Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. Uh, some of these movies aren't actually out yet. Um, but uh, mean... we'll we'll do 3. We'll do the top yes. 3 that show up. So uh, we'll start with Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. So Star Wars I'm Ooh. such a huge fan, and I even heard the actors talking about how they yeah. really are liking this movie. Now, I've never been an opening day kind of guy, and I've never, and, I, and even on this one, I'm not sure if I'm mm. going to go to the opening day, but I am a huge Star Wars fanatic. George Lucas, the. Uh, the whole uh, hero's journey, oh, uh, yeah, the archetypes. Yeah, yeah. He's inspired me. My love in mythology comes from uh, George Lucas. So mm. I, I, <laughs> I very much <laughs> like Star Wars. Yeah, um, yeah. What, what do you think about it, Woody? I mean, I'm honestly super hyped about the movie, <laughs> and I want to go see it so bad. Um, <laughs> I can't wait. I can't yeah, wait the but like the thing is, there's. I mean, it is the last movie in the Skywalker yeah. saga, and there's like that pressure of you know if it's you know going to be good or not because yeah. last jedi was very uh polarizing <laughs> yeah. uh if, if, it, it if, sucked yeah if, if, <laughs> if, if, i'm gonna be honest good, but it sucked <laughs> but sucked. Uh, <laughs> yeah uh especially where they have a whole lightsaber battle and then it turns out that uh he's not even there yeah oh god I, yeah like luke yeah, that is I hope I'm not spoiling it this late in the game, <laughs> uh, but yeah, just not a yet. Yeah, I I will agree with you. Last Jedi, not the best, not not the hit that I was uh, yeah I was hoping for, I should say. But but at the same time, you know, I I it's Star Wars, and the thing is, there there's two types of movies, right? There's a, there's there's the standalone movie where it's like you know a Kubrick probably he True. tends to make standalone movies, and these movies are the movies where you sort of. Yeah, uh, he really has this independent story and like 
you know, the, the story has to shine through because that's all the movie really has. But then there's these, you know, there's uh, Marvel and there's Star Wars and, you know, other... DC uh, yeah, and DC all and all the... And in these movies, really, the story doesn't necessarily have to be great. The, the filming doesn't have to be great. As long as they're feeding us some more information about how the storyline goes, people tend to be happy. But at the same time, people are, have the right to be mad because they're also... Um, giant capital schemes. No, no offense to to them. You know, yeah, I, I mean yeah. that's just how it be. But you they know, really, really what they, like they're that. just sort of force feeding you something because you they know you're going to buy it, and whether it's good or not. And no, yeah. and I mean, we go and we watch it, and we still enjoy sitting through it, uh, no matter what. But uh, yeah, that that blue milk is just our green milk. Wait, in, in the blue movie, milk, it's, blue it's milk. Blue. Okay. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. So that is just extremely God, disturbing in every way. Uh, let's talk about oh, Jumanji man. Next Level. We're not going to talk about Frozen 2. It's on the roster, but we're not going to talk, yeah. talk about that last time. Let's talk about Jumanji last, Next Level. Um, now, this is definitely one of those interesting movies because it doesn't like fall in the category of, like I would say, a movie like Doctor Sleep or, or some other movie like that where it's sort of like an independent production. Yeah, or like an, yeah. It's not like an A24 production. It's um, more like, you know, big budget. You know, Yeah, it's big budget. Regular, it's paying so lip service to the yeah. audience, definitely. Um, but at the same time, it's not necessarily part of some saga. I mean, it, in this case, it is. It's actually the what the second. Movie. It's the second movie, but also technically speaking, like the third. Movie. Yeah. Um, but you know, obviously, there's some large timeline gaps in there. But uh, yeah, Jumanji Next Level. I mean, what do you think? I, I have not seen it personally. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Either. I don't know if I'm gonna see it. I mean, it does look <laughs> interesting, but yeah. like, eh. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I yeah. I I liked the last one. I liked the last one. Yeah, the last one sure. was actually pretty good. I, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I I definitely find uh, this type of movie entertaining. I mean, I have smaller siblings, and I mm. I'll go to the movie theater and watch it, and still find myself entertained. But yeah. I, at the same time, you know, it, you, you don't go to get impressed by it. And if you do get impressed somehow, then that's actually a miracle because yeah, yeah. No, the, the rock is playing in it. So it's like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> the rock. The rock <laughs> yeah, is the rock. That's yeah. how it is. Um, but I guess we didn't have much to say about that. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think we talked about Knives Out. No, yeah, we did. We so did. So let's talk oh, about God. Cats the movie. Many may say that Cats is the best musical of all time. In fact, most say Cats is the best musical. Every source in the world says Cats is the best musical of all time. Wouldn't you agree? Um, I mean, I do like Cats. I do enjoy the musical. But, I mean, I, I mean, there are other musicals that I enjoy. You know, it's not just Cats. I really Cats. hope so. Because otherwise, you know, I'd have to kill you. I'd have to Oh, my God. And your life. You know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, it just looks horrendous to me. I I'll probably oh, end God. up go watch going and watching it. Anyways, no, yeah, um, but yeah, I the cat people is just the most under uh, underappreciated or underdeveloped de- concept, and I just don't it support looks it. So I bad. No, I'm definitely just not 100% down for that. So yeah, I mean. <sighs> It's cats, man. Like, I mean, couldn't you come up with another musical? Like, they could make an In the Heights movie or something. True. I'm no theater expert, but I know that In the Heights is a little more nuanced than Cats, In, for God's sake. Oh, yeah. In the Heights was... 
It was pretty good. It was pretty good. Uh, I just wish they'd make a movie out of it. Anyways, let's, uh, you know, yeah. we have more time. We definitely have more time. No, yeah, clock, yeah. So let's just look at a couple more movies in the meantime. Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Oh, that's the one with Mr. Mr. Rogers. Oh, my God. R.I.P. R.I.P. I haven't watched this, but. I, I don't know. I was going to watch it last week, but mm. I didn't. And I'm going to cry when mm-hmm. I watch it. I'm going to cry. Bro. Uh, but it has great reviews. No, yeah. But, uh,. I mean, we talked about this last time. Our reviews aren't. Yeah. Black yeah. Christmas definitely not on my list of movies I want to go True. watch. That's like the horror flick. That's like a ton of like uh, huh. Valley Girl friends or something like that. I see. And they somehow get oh Ford versus Ferrari. Okay, we talked about this last time, but I want yes. to talk. Have you seen it yet? I have not. Have you seen it? Yes, I have seen it. It is so so good. I'm not going to spoil anything. I mean, good. it's history, but I mean, yeah, <laughs> uh, history already spoiled itself for you. But um, Ford versus Ferrari. Uh, great movie. I like. I said in the last one that I'm not like a huge car person, mm-hmm. and I and I still stand by that. However, after watching Ford versus Ferrari, I have a a newfound respect for the process that went into making these. Uh, I have a newfound respect for racers because before I thought racers were the people who just turned left for four hours straight. Um, but, but now, <laughs> not, not trying to start any fires, but uh, you know NASCAR, they, they just uh, sort of sit in the car and uh, turn left for like i don't know four hours and they're just like we and maybe hop circle. out and shit themselves for a little bit and then get <laughs> back into the car um but like you know it's just that's how i thought but but when i watched this it, it gave me a new and i don't mean to sound shallow but uh, mm-hmm. that is really what i thought of racing until until i watched this and it's just really cool the acting's great matt damon uh does this really hilarious like you know the southern accent like why are you so afraid right now? What seems to be the matter? Wheat thins. It's, you know, Wheat like that thins. accent. No, I just thought that was hilarious. Like mm-hmm. that. But also really impressive, you know, when an actor can just change the yeah, way yeah, they yeah. are. So that's that's my uh, really quick review. Please go and watch that movie. That, that is I'm... definitely a movie worth watching. You feel the cars when you... And, and also, they didn't use a ton of VFX to make the cars... Well, I'm gonna go watch so, it. Yeah, someday. Uh, we've got uh, Dark Waters with uh, Mark Ruffalo, but I don't really know much about I it. I don't so know. I'm sort of pass by Playmobil. Oh movie. God! Oh Nineteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh God! Oh my gosh! Let's just ignore that that ever happened. Twenty One Bridges. Oh, I totally forgot about that movie. Yeah. No, yeah, it's with Chadwick Boseman. Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, that guy is a good actor. Yeah, he is. But like. Fifty percent. Yeah, I didn't Ooh. have high hopes for when I watched the yeah. trailer, so I can't tell. Um, I can't say that I was particularly looking forward to it, but it, it looked like an okay movie. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. It made me worth the watch. Queen and Slim. I heard that Queen and Slim got a r- lot of like uh, awards at like uh, film festivals and things really? of that nature. Really? Yeah, I, heard I have like, not heard of it. So popular. yes, well, it's just like a sort of a. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm not gonna try and explain. It's it's a very complex concept, but you should go out, go watch the trailer because you mm-hmm. might uh, you might find out that you like it. Okay, we're at the bottom. There's midway. I think I already talked about that on the last yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. So that's our movie roster for the week. Um, so go out and watch some of those movies, the ones that we talked about specifically. Are there any movies that you saw a trailer for? Oh, I have one that I want to talk about so bad that I saw go, the trailer. Go for. go okay, go. Okay, came out on the day we're recording this. Ghostbusters 2020. Did, did you watch the trailer? Have you watched the trailer? I have not okay, watched it, I'm gonna but shoot, I should. I'm going to shoot you over the trailer. But it is 
I, I'm actually excited for it. Some people that I showed the trailer to were like, eh, I don't know what's so special about that. It is, I'm super excited. Paul mm. Rudd. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Finn Wolf, whatever his name Finn is. Finn Wolfhard is in it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's in it? I didn't yeah. know he was in it. He's in a lot of movies. I don't know yeah. about that. But anyways, uh, it just the trailer, I loved it. And it, there were definitely callbacks to the original movie, if you count the bad sequel. Oh, um, God. And then also the female Ghostbusters, no offense. I totally like the whole idea of uh, taking a, you know, a, yeah. a team and then uh, trying it with, you know, a, a whole new, you know, the the whole uh, female cast. I, I'm totally supportive of that, but I don't think they executed the female no, they didn't. movie right. They, they, and they I really also didn't. don't think they execute, while we're on the subject, Ocean's 8. I wish they had just, I wish they had taken that more seriously. No, now, yeah. Since they had the female cast, I wish they had sort of, uh, you know, giving it more uh, credit for, you know, what it's worth. Uh, also, did you tra- see also, Ocean's 8? N- I watched it. Yeah, I didn't really like it at all. It yeah. was very, uh, I don't know, to me it felt kind of forced a little bit. Yeah, also that's with... what I found. You know how the transitions were all just like the movie make transitions, <sighs> oh, and it was like, yeah, yeah you just yeah. weren't even trying, were you? Yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah, the Ghostbusters, I'm, I'm kind of hyped for it, I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I feel like, I've been seeing a lot of good trailers, although I really want Hollywood to get out of this whole stint of like only making movies that are continuations or sequels or reboots. Uh, reboots. I'm kind of getting a little bit sick of it, just a little bit. And I like seeing movies that are like standalone, you know? Which no, is, yeah. And that's one of the reasons why A24 Studios does so good in Hollywood, I think, is no, because yeah, yeah, they yeah. come up with just brand new concepts and they don't ever try and piggyback or remake stuff. So, yeah, I don't know if you've seen loads of A24 movies, but... I've seen quite I've been a doing few. some research and they have been doing great over mm-hmm. time. So, with that, we will end our uh, movie roster. Well, have you seen any trailers recently that you want to hmm. bring up? Actually? Well, I, I did see uh, Wonder Woman 1984. Ooh, and, uh, what do you think? Ooh, um, that was pretty good. It looks very, very interesting. Yeah, and I do yeah. have a lot of questions after watching a lot of questions a lot of questions i do it's not coherent at all but it's definitely Mm -hmm. like it's definitely like oh i'm kind of getting excited for that yeah 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 (laughs) Yeah. can i like her new suit though is very um to me it's very over the top i'm not one yeah I, i i don't like it that much now, are you talking about the one where she, it's like the all gold suit? Yeah, Or the that new one. version of the old suit? The uh, all gold one. The all gold one, okay. That yes. one is a little bit too much. I agree that it was a little yeah. bit top. And I'm, and I'm, I, I mean, it may be because maybe that's like the one crazy scene where you yeah. know, she like transforms and she's got, and like maybe it'll be very brief and it won't be like overplayed, but I really yeah, hope yeah, that yeah. she doesn't become, you know, this like all gold armor type you know individual like really early in the no yeah, that would I, sort of be a little yeah yeah, yeah. like you know you gotta you gotta hold it. you have to keep us begging you know you have to true, you know true. don't don't just don't just bet over you don't don't downplay that right yeah, away right you, you really can't i mean let's see you know chris pine is back oh yeah That's... baby Ooh. i knew he'd be back 
Yeah, he uh, he comes back. I don't know how. I mean, that's one of my questions. And then also uh, yeah. Pedro Pascal, who coincidentally <laughs> yeah. is the Mandalorian. And Ooh. the Mandalorian yeah. is also playing one of the villains Good. named Maxwell Lord. He's, Maxwell uh, Lord. He's a very uh, yes. complicated character. Yeah, with Chris Pine, I definitely... <sighs> I feel weird about that, and here's why. Why? You know in movies when loved ones come back from the dead, usually they're, like, actually, like, bringers of evil or something like that? I have this, and, like, from the trailer, it doesn't seem like this theory will be correct, but just hear me out on this. I think perhaps this is my just rogue... Like, off-the-side theory, it may not be remotely accurate at all, and all so right, don't right. take this. But if it is accurate, spoiler warning ahead. But I have this weird theory. You know the whole concept of, like, Lazarus? Like, you know, you bring this person back from the dead, but no, really yeah. when they come back, they're not the same. No, yeah, and they I have get that this, like, weird DC. sensation that maybe if he has been brought back or if he has if they pulled him out of a different time or something like that it just i'm not fully buying it and i have this sort of like odd sensation that maybe he'll end up like being bad in some way like he'll huh. betray her um but that's just my sort of mm. rogue off the side theory and it's not like based on any comic mm. i know you're the lore guy and you're probably like this isn't even right well but... no 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 actually he has um, I guess turned bad in a sense with um, I think it was uh, maybe uh, Flashpoint. Do you know at least that comic where I do know Flashpoint. I do. Yes. Know um, well, well, was it that one? We have our we have our lore master. Yeah. I can t- I can tell you're flipping through the pages. No, of the yeah, because because I'm trying to figure out because there was this one storyline where um I. Don't know if it was Flashpoint, though, but um, Steve Trevor actually was a German spy. Oh. And so when he got sent to Themyscira, Wonder Woman finds out because uh, a couple panels beforehand, he actually, like, shoots a Themyscira and just, like, oh. just out, like, just mm, accident. And weird. then he gets, you know, questioned and she uses the lasso of truth and whatever. And then he's like, hey, guess what? I am a German. And Whoa. And then she says, like, hey, did you, you know, did you like ever love me? And Steve Trevor was like, Yeah, I did, but the love for my country oh, is a lot no, more than no, any woman. No, no. And then and then Wonder Woman's like, nah, I ain't having this, and then like <laughs> kills him. And I was like, Okay. Oh, I may be right though. I may be right. I may be mm. right. What's Wonder Woman 1984? Is that yes? It? Okay, yeah, I'm bad at years, so that's that one. I'm definitely gonna be mm-hmm. like Wonder Woman 1894, Wonder Woman 1498, and I'm just dead to get it wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyways, I am excited for that, and I'm glad no, you brought yeah. that up because I was racking my brain. I was like, I did see a trailer recently, but I can't remember which one it was that mm. I watched. So I'm glad you brought that up. Okay, well, I think at at, at this point we can move into our second. Our second segment, which you know what, you know what we should do. We're gonna what? do the question segment first. We're gonna we're All gonna right. do so. Act one is complete, and now you're gonna hear a transition. <laughs> and now 
now we're going to talk about, uh, we're going to ask each other questions about our, both of our, uh, both of our areas of knowledge. So would you like me to ask you the question first, or would you like to reiterate your previous question? I'll go first. You can, okay, you, go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) All right, um, so... Like I said about, um, I was talking about David Fincher, the filmmaker, and yep. one of his movies, The yep. Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Yep. Phenomenal movie. I loved it mm-hmm. so much. Daniel Craig, wonderful performance. Mm-hmm. But, um... Wait, but just before you get into it, just give me a brief synopsis. Just, like, without any intense spoilers, okay, just, like, okay. the concept, you know? So, um... Daniel, Daniel Craig's character, I think he, uh, I think his name is, like, uh... Mikhail or something okay. like some some we'll sort of like German we'll name or whatever, right. and so um, it's like a there's a huge sort of like scandal or whatever I think, and so his life has become under fire. But then after that, there's this um, there's this like main bad guy dude who um, I guess is uh, pulling the strings and everything, and. He uh, gets sent on this sort of mission to help this one guy to, I guess, help, like, uh, solve, like, where his wife is at. Because um. he was like, you know, I think she might be dead or whatever. And so um, she, no, well, he finds, like, clues and whatever. And then a couple, um, I guess you know minutes after that we meet our second character who's this um hacker and i forgot which company she works for but um her sort of boss is very uh microsoft hello hello (laughs) Uh, (laughs) my name is bill gates and this is my hacker lady and she's going to hack into uh, yeah yeah so what'd she do uh well she well yeah she uh she's a hacker and whatever but Mm -hmm. her boss is very um manipulative and very uh, abusive towards oh, her and so like um right. and so their paths cross and they end up working together to take down uh the main guy and it's very very good yeah it's very and, good and, and uh, it sounds it. like a very convoluted plot as if there's many layers to it bailey ask i know me, ask me uh, i know ask right me what, your, what perhaps is your question about uh like how the dragon tattoo, like the girl with the dragon tattoo, just because it has instead of a three act structure, it has multiple structures, just mm. multiple like overarching sort of mini storylines, just yeah. like overlapping with one another. And mm. I just want to know how does one you know tackle that sort of yeah monstrosity. So where should I begin? Like in production or in writing? What would you prefer to? Find I guess out about? Um, in production. Okay, so in production, when you have multiple storylines, and actually, I can relate this to my most recent short film. It's called The Risk of Sleep. It's on YouTube. You can find it just if you look up my name, William Fisher, and then The Risk of Sleep. But I did do nice plug. Um, yeah, nice plug. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Subscribe to my channel. Yeah. Remember Anyways, that, remember <laughs> to, uh, you know, hit the notification yeah, bell. Hit the notification, uh, slam that like button in the face, uh, whatever. <laughs> Anyways, um, but in this, uh, in this short film, it and we don't have multiple storylines happening at mm. once, but we do have. Uh, multiple iterations because the whole um, short film is sort of like a Groundhog Day type film and in it I had to think creatively because we couldn't 
you know, uh, have our character do wardrobe changes a hundred times because we're doing this practically no budget um, with a really small crew mm. and a, like one to two days of shoot. We, we had one main shooting day and then the second day we shot. It was just me and my actor because I needed to reshoot some scenes. Uh. And so we had to think very creatively, how are we going to shoot multiple of these different shots and scenes and stuff all in one day? Because on a conventional movie, uh, on a conventional set, they may be able to tackle this a little easier by just, you know, they have multiple days. So and they also have loads of people on wardrobe and stuff. Mm -hmm. So it can all get done relatively quickly or, or they can take individual days for it. But in my case, I had to think, okay, so he's going to be, we're going to be doing this part of the story. And uh, in this case, you know, X, Y, and Z is happening, but all in the same time period. Um, so like in the morning, for example, so we'd, we'd, what we'd do is we'd um, section off each individual part that was similar to the other. And I'm, the reason why I'm speaking so vaguely is because I'm trying to relate this. Yeah, I yeah, haven't yeah, obviously yeah. seen the movie, but what I'd imagine is if they had multiple story points that were all based around the same area or at the same time, or when a character is in, a, in the same state. And what I mean by that is, you know, if this girl with a dragon tattoo, for example, gets beat up, you obviously don't, you, you, she has now changed states because she, before she was uh, in a decent uh in a decent condition and now she's beat yeah. up and not only is her acting changed because she has now been um in her character uh, degraded in some sense or or beaten up or no, whatever yeah, yeah. however you want to put it but also her physical appearance is different so you wouldn't want to um i guess shoot scenes where she's now all chipper and happy you know right after shooting that scene yeah, where she's yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. so so what i'm trying to get at here is that you would section all parts of your short film or your script or your story together that had sort of similar states and mm -hmm. it does this doesn't have to be in accordance to the same event for example so if she gets beat up once in the story and then she fully recovers and then she gets beat up another time a yeah, separate yeah, time yeah, yeah, yeah. perhaps you would want to shoot those around the same time for example yeah. or if you know one character is you know uh victorious over the other you would want to uh, link that to other scenes or other parts of the movie where he was victorious um so yes that's my brief yeah. way of you would tackle it and then it's grouping it's organization that's all that's all it's all about thanks man and now we're going to get to my question for you, Ooh. Bailey. And my question for you has to do with the Star Wars universe. Because Bailey okay. here, Bailey here, okay. is a okay. huge Star Wars. Let's go. Huge Star Wars buff. Um, in, uh, in the force he trusts, um, this is the way. This um, is the way. Uh, yeah. Uh, so uh, really what I have to ask you is, um, and, and this is, we're going to talk a little bit about The Mandalorian while we're at it because mm -hmm. um, my question relates to The Mandalorian. But first of all, how uh, what do you think mm. of The Mandalorian and how much story and lore it's given us like what in in terms of in terms of how much you've gotten so far yeah, yeah, yeah. and are you feeling happy about it, or do you wish perhaps there was more or do you wish that maybe they had some more recognizable mm -hmm. characters you know the most recognizable so far of course being uh uh baby yoda and then also the mandalorian oh, himself yeah, yeah. Is a, you know a prominent figure in many ways in other you know other mandalorians other bounty hunters but just I just want to first before I get really get into my questioning, I want to hear what your sentiments are so far as far as the lore goes. 
All right, all right. Um, I'm very, very happy on the direction they're taking with the Mandalorian. Yeah. And that, hey, it's like a couple years after Return of the Jedi, but like, like maybe two or three years before the rise of the First Order, and so you get that whole sort of like uh, elbow room to work with. And I love how they're incorporating, um, you know, Mandalorian culture with, um, I guess their uh, sort of packed and you know how they um make the different weapons armor whatever with nascar steel which is um the most popular lightsaber countermeasure but it is very rare since it's only Mm. um found in the planet mandalore so uh but i'm like like i said i'm very very glad with the direction they're taking i do wish though that they would have at least a little bit uh, more from the expanded universe as well, or yeah. you know, otherwise known as Legends. Star mm-hmm. Wars Legends is the yeah. whole expanded universe. Oh, tab. okay, didn't know that. Okay. So, um, I mean, it like it would be nice to see, um, I guess, how the Mandalorian's weapon, for example, is made because it's the exact same as the Boba Fett's from the very horrendous holiday special, <laughs> and I want to know at least, you know. Do other Mandalorians get to have this type of weapon, or is it only like a select few? You know. Yeah. And um, also, fun fact: the color of the Mandalorian's armor. This is strictly only in Legends, but each color meant whatever thing. For example, oh. silver meant you know you're mourning someone. Red, for example, in the Clone oh. Wars, when um, you know Death Watch had that whole red and black sort of scheme. That yeah. was uh, sim uh, like, I guess symbolically like you know symbolizing like honor to like honor like a parent or to honor a leader and then um gold was vengeance black was um god i forgot what black was but white of course is like a new start a new beginning yeah and then blue was like reliability so and then green was duty and we know blue and green oh yeah yeah, jango fett and both yeah yeah, but from yeah. the main uh, the main timeline there, but yeah. So, uh, so does that rule apply to our Mandalorian, uh, the, um, the one we've been following? I should say. I would like to think so. Yes. So he's mourning. So we that that's uh, what because you are uh, suggesting if, from. Because if we look back at each of the episodes up until the point where he gets his full curious of like full mandalorian like armor yeah you see like every single time the armor like makes um the mandalorian like something he always gets that flashback of like yeah um, his, his parents, parents and, and like his whole entire like start. village and whatever yeah. being bombarded by the separatists yeah. and whatever wow. and so you know he hasn't seen his family in a long time wow. and so yeah. i would assume that because of the silver, he's like still mourning them because he has, still has that thought. So kind of like Batman, you know? Yeah, yeah. Apparently. Wow. Okay. Well, I didn't know. I did see something about that, but mm. I didn't read into it. So now I know. That's yeah. that's really interesting. Yeah, and I mean, I sort of shared the sentiments with you. I think it's really cool the whole concept they're creating of this like there's this Mandalorian culture, right? No, and yeah. They have their own history and culture, and there's like nuance to it, right? Mm-hmm. And there's stuff about you know this war. Um, uh, but at the same time, I sort of share the sentiment that I really wish there was more from the whole expanded universe, no, the Star yeah. Wars Legends universe. I really wish there was more. 
I don't know. Just like I, I wish while I was watching, I could mm. be like, oh, that's that's connected to that, or like no, yeah, and like the moment in it's the first episode when Baby Yoda comes into the picture, right? Yeah, uh, first episode. Yeah, because uh, it's at the very end of the yeah, first yeah, episode. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay, 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 yeah, yeah. So yeah, okay, in the very okay, first episode, yeah, yeah, I totally spaced on it too. In the very first episode, when I saw Baby Yoda, I had this, because I wasn't a huge fan of the first episode. My first two, my mm. favorite two of the five episodes, as of right now, only five have been released. This mm. week, the sixth will be released, and I believe there's eight in total. Yes, there is, for this and there's season. different directors yeah, for each episode. For each one, yeah, um... But um, beyond all that, I, I, my favorite episodes are two and three, um, where, uh, where the Mandalorians help uh, him. What, what's the main character? Does he have like a name or do we just call uh, him Jindarin and it Jindarin. is, is okay. his name. Okay. All right. Well, um, yeah, in this case, Jindarin, like where all the Mandalorians come together and help him. Uh, and then also the episode where he brings the... Uh, what was the third episode? I'm I'm totally spaced. Third episode that. was the sin. That's the one you're talking about with the Mandalorians coming in and helping him. Okay, so then what's the second? The, the, the second, second one is the child, the one where. Um, oh yeah, he protects the child and he also and then, goes and um, yeah, fixes he, his ship and all that. Yeah. yeah. So those two episodes were like my favorites. I mm-hmm. I thought those had a lot of like cool um, references and interconnectedness no, to yeah. the whole universe. Uh, in, in in as a whole so that's why i liked those so here here's my question we've just seen episode five and yes if anyone's seen episode if anyone hasn't seen episode five i'm not going to say anything that spoils mm-hmm. anything of course i know this is a new series when when we release this podcast however at the very end did mm-hmm. you did you have you watched episode five i should ask i i've watched most of it uh oh, I think okay I, you haven't seen the end well yet. i've seen a little bit of the ending i haven't seen like okay. the like a few minutes of it but i mean just a- ask me the question I so can... there is so you may not know then or have a prediction really but at, in the very end at the very it's like almost an end credit mm. scene i think perhaps there is a, a man uh who uh... walks up to the assassin and he's cl- in he's clad in sort of all black um i don't know it looks like robes more than armor mm. And I was just curious what your prediction is. Without, it, I, I don't know if you know which way this is going or not, um, but I, I definitely am just full of speculation. Mm. I, have no I did read, though, that that person might be Boba Fett. Oh. A lot of, really? a lot of people are like, this mm. might be him. Wow. Okay. I mean, it's an interesting theory. Yeah. Wow, I mean, I I'm I'm that. open for you know predictions and whatever. I'm you know I'm not <sighs> well, gonna deny that. Oh it would be nice to see Boba Fett because uh, I don't wait actually. If I'm well, in Legends, he actually lived up to like way past the Return of the Jedi, so. I guess, I mean, if it was him, that'd be cool. But since you mentioned black robes, I'm just like, instantly, that might be a Sith. The thing, but... the, yeah, so the thing is, I I mean, I watched it on my phone, 
so I'm sorry. Yeah. It's not the optimal viewing experience, but I oh, had yeah. to watch it. No, yeah, yeah. Um, and I watched it on my phone. So it, I, I mean, there's no knowing that he, it, he wasn't wearing, you know, mm. just the lower half of Boba Fett's armor. I don't mm. know. Um, also, I'm not like the master at identifying these things, but it did seem sort of like he was clad in all black, which made mm. me think Sith immediately, you know, because I have instincts and I yeah, 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 am yeah. not ridiculously uh, shallow. But I, di I was sort of like... Hmm, I wonder. And this yeah, is yeah, sort yeah. of also sparking uh, a new hope in me. <laughs> no, ooh, sorry. Sorry ooh, for whoa, that. Whoa, whoa. Sorry, I just had to use that reference. But it is sparking some new hope in me just because I, I don't know. I Because it makes me think that whatever they reveal in episode six is that there might be some interconnectedness. And I know there's, you know, they're running out of episodes to do this, right? No, they have yeah. three more total episodes true, true. where they can now pull off like this whole interconnectedness to the universe and make it sort of relevant yeah, yeah, to everybody. Yeah, yeah. And that was my concern from the start is that like, will this show actually be like relevant and you know, what, what will be the, you know, the case with that. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, mm -hmm. That's uh that was my that was my line of questioning for mm -hmm. you. And now I think it's about time we move on to act 3 of our our right. our little show here. Um so with that there will be a I believe I all I have in my computer is like a trumpet transition sound. Trumpet transition. So So, uh, do you have any? Let's let's talk about film news now. Mm. This is the film news uh, segment of the podcast, the final segment of the podcast. All right. We're going to talk about a film news concept. Um, now, my question to you is: Do you have any film news you want to talk about, or should I go mm. ahead and just look up film news, and we'll just pick the first like interesting thing in the bunch and huh. sort of see what we have to say about that? I don't know. I mean, there is that whole spiel that. Um, um, Martin Scorsese did. Oh, on, uh, you mean the superheroes versus? Ooh, uh, they're not know, cinema. We have a we have a topic to talk about film news on. Okay, um, this is controversial too. This it is, is. I mean, is in a way that is so. very unpolitical. This is controversial. Um, it is, which is kind of cool. It's kind of cool that for once people can be arguing about something that's not politics. Even though True. it's even though it's important True. to argue about politics, I'm I'm not saying I'm against politics. I'm not saying I'm an anarchist. No, yeah, I'm yeah. just saying it's nice to sort of take move a step away from that. that yeah, exactly. Sort of just talk about something. Thing and... So, oh boy, I already know whose side you're taking on this because I know you're a humongous Marvel fan. Well, yes, but like the thing is, I do look at both sides. Yeah, and of I'm course. like. While I mean, you know, they essentially are like roller coaster rides and whatever they are, yeah. like amusement parks, yeah, as exactly. he says. It's sort of like yeah. hand, hand over your money, and we're gonna give yeah. you exactly what you're asking for. You know, whether it may be good or bad, at least hey, we're giving you something. Yeah, and it's, I mean, yeah, and I would at least consider them cinema because yes, they are movies. Yes, they do captivate you. Yes, they do bring out some form of emotion for example endgame yeah but at the same time they are amusement parks they are like just fun movies that you go watch 
most comic book movies don't really, um, I guess, have that sort of gut-wrenching, like, feeling that other um, movies have. For example, like, The Godfather, The Irishman that recently came out, which yeah. was super, super good. Pulp Fiction, those yeah. kinds of movies. Yeah, the sort of standalone. Yeah. Movies, the Kubricks, as I, I think yes. I alluded to earlier, you know, the, the, the ones that don't rely on each other. Well, you know what? My perspective on this is much the same as yours. I I totally see what he's saying. No, that, yeah. You know, when you go to watch a Star Wars film, if you're being honest with yourself, a lot of people will say, oh, no, it's like the intense uh, cinema, the intense screenwriting, the uh, the complex, like... No, you're not going for that. What you're going for is because there's, there's nostalgia. There's this um, this sense that this story is being continued and there's more of it that is yeah. has not been told to you and more of it can be told mm. to you. And so obviously you're like, yes, tell me more. Yeah, I want to yeah, hear yeah. more of the story. Yeah. Um, there, you, you know, you eat it up. And, and I totally am among these people. I go to Marvel movies not because I'm going to be like, wow, this is crazy VFX. A mm -hmm. good example is Black Panther. The VFX fell short because they had like two weeks to do all of the VFX in that movie. For example, I, that train battle scene oh with... Oh my gosh, don't even get me started. It looks like... It's bad. It's bad stuff. It looks like a it's rundown yeah, it's PlayStation 2 video and, game. And now let's just, let's just be honest. Let's just be fair, I should yes. say, to the VFX um, people. What you should know is that in the timeline of things, they were given two weeks, which is super short. They no, were gonna yeah, have they were gonna have three months, and it was reduced to two oh. weeks because they had to reshoot a lot of the film, and so it ended up looking like garbage. And this is what happens when you know, like these directors, they you know, the directing and the shooting of the film takes precedence over the editing. They never sure. sort of. They never sort of look at the trade-off there, but what happens is then you get these people who are like, "Well, this VFX is terrible because it is. It's terrible. No, yeah. I'm not going to sugarcoat it." But at the same time, they had like a very short period of time. I believe it was two weeks. I, I I'm willing to be corrected, but but anyways, yes, I totally agree. Mm -hmm. And so what I was saying is that, you know, you go to these movies not because you're expecting them to be phenomenal in any way you're going because they have a story that they started telling and they deserve to con continue telling it whether it's or bad or good it. at any part yeah. you know they deserve to do that you know you can't take that away from them so i would say in its way it's its own form of cinema yes it it, is. i wouldn't say that it's traditional cinema i wouldn't say it's exactly the same type of cinema that you get when you go to see a movie as you were saying like pulp fiction or like oh, what were some of the other ones you uh mentioned? the irish the man irish man. Like, yeah anything like that yeah but i mean yeah I'd, I'd say it's like comparing apples to oranges and you can't say it's exactly the same but i i totally agree with you with, with yeah. what you're saying and and it needs to be these can be acknowledged i mean i'm sure scorsese is you know he, he has to look at them bitterly because for things where he has to spend per perhaps years writing a story and coming up with the complex narrative and he can, you know, he can make perhaps X amount in box office, yeah. um, then these people can spend probably, I don't know, maybe like a couple of months writing a story yeah. and then they can get it produced by Marvel and you know, spit it out and they can make X plus a million in box office because... It's a fan favorite. It's a classic. For and example, so, the Avengers. Exactly. If you look at the box office, it was like over a billion. Yeah. Or like in, in yeah. the billions. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, 
and and it's like I mean he probably and and I understandably feels that how on earth do they deserve this? But I think what he's missing is that they are playing a completely different game than he's playing. Yeah. He ha- he's holding on to the thing that makes his movie special, which is that they're all unique. They're all independent of any universe. They're not, you know, being controlled yeah. by corporations or anything like that. They are just simply his movies um, that he's coming up with. And I'm not trying to diss Marvel movies or, or uh, no, yeah. Star Wars movies at all because these are beautiful things as well, but yeah. they're com- in a completely different league, right? Because so, they're all interconnected yeah, and they're exactly. all sort of universe and whatever. Yeah. So. so from my perspective, I'd say it's like comparing apples to oranges. You can't, yeah. you can't call, you, you know, you can't say like, oh, well, this bike is uh, slower than this car, therefore it is incompetent. No, it's a bike. It's not a car. You can't compare them. They're not sure. the same thing, right? So. So that's just, that's the angle that I take yeah. on that. Um, and I would say it's almost equivalent to comparing like Netflix and the movie theater because you're not going to see the same things in Netflix that you're going to see in the movie theater. You're going to see Netflix originals in Netflix and you're going to see, uh, and now sometimes Netflix originals are in theaters, but not really yeah. as often. But, but you know, you get the point I'm getting at. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. And so that's sort of the whole perspective I'm coming at this whole situation with well um let me just look i want to see if there's perhaps one last topic we could talk about before we before we exit here uh you know what? i just want to talk about uh mr james gunn uh just Ooh. just randomly throw this in this will All be right. just a random little supplement to our little okay. podcast here before okay. we conclude it but I want to talk about James Gunn because he has been he what he had this whole controversy with Disney uh, or his, controversy with his Twitter history. Yes. I can't remember how long ago they pulled the tweets it was, from. It was like six or nine years or yeah. It was something. Yeah. It was it something. Was it was a, a long time. Yeah, yeah. Very old. And then you know Disney was like, okay, you're off the Guardians of the Galaxy. You're like off directing. You're off you're directing fired. for us. You're fired completely. Um, and this is you know this is totally. Uh, despicable of you or whatever and it was all because of public opinion too you know people were like this is really messed up or at least from the people who initially found the tweets it was that was their perspective and then of course they let him back on directing well yeah he's going to be directing both gardens of the galaxy volume three he uh i guess recently just got done with the whole script of it like a maybe a year ago and whatever and now he's you know, directing The Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad. And nice title, you know, just put the in front Yeah, if of you it. put the, then it's like, it's like, that's, you know what, Scorsese, yeah. move out of the way. That is cinema the. right there. That is cinema. Not just, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, what do you think of The Suicide Squad? Do you think it's going to be a good movie? Do you, what do you think? I am, I mean, James Gunn, phenomenal, phenomenal director, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy Volumes 1 and 2. Brightburn, I actually enjoyed Brightburn. I got around to yeah. watch it, and the Suicide Squad. I'm hoping, I'm hoping it'll be good, but I'm also hoping that it won't like be another Justice League. How yeah, it was all forced, and it was like you know supposed to be all comedic and whatever, and it was straying. Oh my gosh! From... I am so glad that you agree with me about Justice League because I've talked to many people who have said, "Oh, Justice League was fine," and in my opinion, Justice League was just really forced, and it just didn't, no, yeah. it didn't hit the spot for me. I After like, no, the reshoots, right. 
That's when Ooh, it went downhill. Yeah. Josh I'd, Whedon. I'd say. I mean, yeah, he's released he's a Snyder cut, as everyone's been saying. It, that, it actually news. does exist. That's it news. does. It exist. does exist. I believe it exists. I really yes. do. Um, although I was joking about how you know he was like, guys, I have this crazy cut. It's oh really good. God. You gotta come. You gotta come see my cut. But oh no, the studio is gonna stop me. And then all of a sudden, everyone yeah. was like, release the Snyder cut. And he's like, oh shit. Shit, I don't have one of those. It's three and a half hours long. Yeah, no, but in reality, I'm pretty sure he probably does have it. And uh, and you know what? I I'm I would be down to watch it just to see if he could somehow somehow fix. But also, I'm kind of sick of people complaining about release this night. Just like release it or and get it done already. Yeah, just like just like and you know just be done. I mean. Yeah, like, you're voicing your opinion and you're saying, like, yeah, we want this version of the movie because, you know, it's the version that was intended. Yeah, we get it. But you don't have to, like, attack other people saying that, you know. Yeah, Because I always go through and, you know, sometimes on my Explore page I just look down on the comments and they're just very toxic and they're just like, hey, they're just hounding people for, like, you know, saying, like, you know, just stop because it's, you know, getting kind of tiring. Yeah. But they're just like, no, like, we have to voice our opinion and blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, yeah, you have to, but you don't yeah. have to do it so much. Yeah. But speaking back to Suicide Squad, yeah. I am very excited for yeah. it. I'm hyped, too. Some of the original cast from David Ayer's version, the whole mm. <laughs> Joker, uh. except for Jared Leto, <laughs> he was not invited back for some reason. I wonder why. Was he? I don't think he was. He uh, right. I don't think he was. He definitely wasn't. No, they was, they released the cast yes. list and he was not on there. I mean, there like was 100 controversy sure. with him and Joker. Yeah, yeah I know. I remember and how he like complained and he said this is a he, disgrace he, or whatever. He, and I can't believe no, he went to his like music. Uh, I, his, his like sort of like music like group and whatever fan base or whatever like yeah. just yeah and his like manager and whatever oh his and, manager okay. and, he, and he was basically like get this off right now and I was like one why do I go to your manager and two like stop being so butthurt about it because he just because someone did a better no, joker than you because he thought that Warner Brothers was like hey we're gonna like you know give you a standalone joker movie to work with <sighs> but when they actually said, you know, we didn't, you know, do any of that. That's when he got really angry. Yeah. And so, you know, whatever. But I'm glad that he's not playing Joker. He was very, um... Yeah, he just didn't, he didn't do it right. He didn't get the gist, you yeah. know. He didn't get get it the way Joaquin Phoenix and, uh, and Heath, Heath Ledger, Ledger got it. They definitely, Mayo, yeah. they definitely, like, channeled it and got it, you know. The, yeah, they he, did. You, you have to, you have to get to that point. And he was playing his own character that was the Joker. Yeah. But it wasn't the right Joker. It wasn't the right one, in my opinion. And uh, I don't think a lot of people agree with that. No, yeah. But anyways, let's just wrap up our conversation about James Gunn here. Because... Yes. I personally am a fan of James Gunn. I think no, yeah. his writing is hilarious. I think he, you know, a lot he of Marvel it. movies, they try and, or superhero movies in general, since now he's directing on both sides of the, on both uh, sides of, of the, the barrel. Superhero sh- yeah, spectrum, exactly. it's very. <laughs> yeah, Dipsy's like, wait, hold on a second. We just fired you. DC's like, wait a you second. You just got back and you're betraying us. I hate this. No, it's DC but, and Marvel but, secretly just but up in arms. I think that he writes very funny and in superhero movies you get this like style of comedy where it's no, a lot of times can be really lame and slapstick and you're like oh come on but, but other i feel like he does it right i yeah. feel like he executes that well and so in my opinion he is the man for the job and i know he had some inappropriate treat- tweets before and i know he's admitted 
that this was the case yeah. and that he's definitely a product of his environment and he's become a lot better. But that's what I mean by product. He's become yeah, yeah, better. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, learned yeah. from, you know, other people. And he said he was trying to do, he's trying to be funny at the time and it just wasn't, you know, it just, it was all meant for comedy, but it just didn't land right and it definitely was not appropriate. And he's admitted to all this. So yeah. I personally forgive him and I know it's not like directly relating to me what he was talking about in his tweets. So like, I don't, technically deserve to say that he is forgiven per se but at the same time i think he is a, a reputable director and he's he doesn't have like harmful intentions and no yeah and i don't think he feels the same way or yeah. would make the same jokes as he made at the time you know yeah yeah and i do believe that you know what you said about like humor and whatever in superhero movies yeah he does handle that really really well but then he also handles like like pretty hard subject matter like yeah very well too for Definitely. example guardians of the galaxy volume you know? two when yep. you know yondu you know sacrificed himself r.i.p oh but my God. yeah he 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 handled like his character very well and i i enjoyed yondu's arc and where he uh got to and it was very saddening but i yeah. did love his direction yeah he definitely has a good range so yes. with that um we will be ending the until next time experience 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 just experience. like add a little echo effect yeah, yeah, right yeah. there just post echo effect 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 except for it's just me making the the sound yeah. effects effects yeah anyways um so yes that is the end of the until next time experience for this week we are clocking out at probably like 53 minutes on your phone if you're looking at it right now probably 53 or 54 minutes um Actually, though, damn. i'm just adding a little bit of time in for that but uh yeah that was a, that was a solid podcast no, yeah, we yeah, need yeah. to definitely get a sponsor because we're definitely geniuses and we deserve sponsors oh yeah um squarespace yeah, square have you tried making your squarespace website <laughs> yeah uh, but yeah i i mean you know i feel like we talked about some cool stuff so yeah. um thank you for listening to the podcast if you made it this far we really appreciate it we're just two dudes who really like film and cinema and so we decided to talk about it on our podcast we don't yep, yep, yep. obviously uh, mean anything insanely <laughs> serious by this it's just sort of discussion commentary so uh, definitely thank you for listening it'd be cool to get a rating for, if you if oh, you've yeah, listened this far it'd be cool to get a rating i know like apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, just just slap the five stars you know what i'm saying or four stars four well, i'll settle for four, four stars four, too. four you know. or five don't go to three that would actually suck but uh definitely appreciate you listening and, yeah uh, that is all and now we're playing a fancy tune right now, now. <laughs>